0: Trump voters and are still Trump supporters, they go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing, what are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is, the, that is our you, job. That is our you. job, control right. uh, exactly what people think. That is if our you, job. That is our you. job. Did you happen to catch it? Did I play it enough times? Whose job is it to tell you how to think, to control the narrative? Whose job is it to tell you what to believe? Is it yours? (laughs) They don't seem to think so. They feel that it's their job to control the narrative and to tell you how to think. That's how dangerous they think it is for Elon Musk to purchase Twitter to make sure that it is a free speech website, that any news articles that come out are able to be seen by all, not controlled by a select few for a certain purpose. Oh, your thoughts are not your own, are they? (laughs) Who would have thought? Uh, It's their job. I don't know. Should I play it again? Uh, I think you heard it enough times. It made me puke the first time. Oh, these people are, they're just about as evil as it gets. So you know that uh, you had a Saudi prince come out and he objected to Elon Musk's offer of $43 billion to purchase Twitter, which was a uh, generous offer. And I would say, like most people, when the news first broke, you would have assumed that he owned quite a bit of stock in Twitter. Well, it was released Thursday last week. Bear with me on the name here. Prince Alawid Bin Talala Bin Abdu- oh, Jesus, Abduaziz Al Saud. I mean, do we got to have one, two, three? Do we got to have six names? Can't we just go with like two names? A first and last name? Can't we just go with the Alawid, Al Saad? No, we got to go with six names. And for somebody like me, I'm sorry. I just suck at names. <laughs> it's just what it is. Anyways, he rejected, he rejected excuse me, Elon Musk's. Bid to buy Twitter for $43 billion. Again, I like I thought most but I'd say you did, I did, everybody probably did, thought that he owned quite a bit of stock. Well, it come to find out that he sold most of his personal stock in Twitter in 2019. Now, he is 95% owner of Kingdom Holdings Company, which continues to hold stock in Twitter. All this was reported by Zero Hedge. They kind of give you some numbers and figures there. But I think what's more important to point out is how that was controlled by the media. The same ones who say it's their job to tell you how to think. They don't want Elon Musk, God forbid, letting any truth get out. Because then their whole house of cards will come tumbling down and you will see the truth for what it is. I mean, these people... I don't know. I mean, they are so stupid. They can't help themselves. I don't know if they're gloating or if they're just that unintelligent that they make these mistakes, but you would think, or at least you'd assume, that... If you're doing something that devious, if you know you're pushing false stories and you're trying to create this narrative and you know you're trying to get people to think in one particular way, you think that you would be smart enough not to have mistakes like that on national television where you know people like myself and others are watching just to catch you because we know what you're doing and we're trying to sound the alarm for the rest of the country saying, hey, pay attention, this is what these people are doing. But I guess they're just not that smart. They're willing to make those mistakes, and they do make those mistakes, and uh, that's where we're at. I thought that was real interesting how she slipped up there and did say that that is their job to to basically lie to you and pretend that it's truth. Okay, here's a stupid one. (laughs) Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I saw an interesting article in The Blaze thought it was uh, the headline grabbed me right away because I said, this can't be true. Uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson may be planning a presidential run. Mick Mulvaney, Donald Trump's chief of staff from January of 2019 to March of 2020, said that he thinks Johnson's a serious contender in a potential Republican primary race in 2024. When asked who he thinks could mount a serious challenge to Donald Trump in the 2024 GOP primary, Mulvaney told Politico that a few people stand chance at beating Trump in the Republican primary, but that a short list of people could present themselves as serious challengers to Trump in 2024, the Warp reported. Mulvaney said DeSantis could give him a run for his money, I have to be honest with you, I, that's probably the only name that I agree with on this list. I don't think anybody else is remotely close, but I do think DeSantis, uh, because of how much America loves him, not just my state, but all other states talk about him, I think he has had uh, enough time to prove himself, and he certainly got the coverage that he needed to be a serious contender for that. Uh, he, they also named Tim Scott. He said could give him a run for his money. I don't think so. Uh, and then Dwayne The Rock Johnson could give him a run for his money. That is his shortlist. Now, we all know that The Rock has flirted around with the idea of potentially running for president at some point, but he is yet to declare himself a member of either party, at least from what they say. I think it was spoke volumes when he went out of his way to endorse Joe Biden. I mean, look what Joe Biden has done, so... If Dwayne Rock Johnson thought that that Joe Biden was going to be best for the country, that's the choice he would make. What kind of choices do you think that he would make as president? I'd be curious to see what Mr. Johnson uh, thinks of the job Joe's doing. That would be interesting to hear how he spins it or if he just refuses to talk about it because he knows he made a mistake. Also, remember... That just like LeBron James and other big stars, he bows down to China because that's where most of his income is coming from. It's not from the United States. He makes way more for his movies, which are, you know, they're they're okay. They're average or B movies, I guess. Uh, He plays the same type of role. He's an action star. He's one of the newer ones. I mean, not newer. He's been around for a while. But as opposed to like Arnold and when I was younger, Arnold, Sylvester Stallone and uh, those types but his, his biggest audience and where most of his money comes from is China. I don't know how much I would like another person like Joe Biden, who is so in bed with China being president, because then you're going to bend the knee to them and give them whatever they need, because that's where all your riches come from. I'd also like to point out that as far as Johnson is concerned, that in an interview, he said at one point, and I quote, at the end of the day, I don't know the first thing about politics. I care deeply about our country. Johnson said, core values matter. Work hard. Take care of your family. Be kind to people. Take pride in your name. Take pride in your own two hands. Be inclusive and respective. And everybody, don't be full of poo. (laughs) Since we're not cursing here. Uh, I think Dwayne is full of poo. Uh, Poo, myself, I don't think Dwayne knows the first thing about politics, nor does he know the first thing about actually having a backbone and standing up for himself because he bent the knee as soon as he needed to. As soon as China or the Democratic Party leaned on him just a little bit, he did exactly what they wanted him to do. Now, I, like, I know he likes to portray himself, and I said this a long time ago in a past episode, but I know he likes to portray himself as an alpha male, but if you're willing to bend the knee for anybody, any country, anything, and you don't stand for actually your core values or what you truly believe in, you're more like a beta male, if you're a male at all. Just my opinion, but I thought that was pretty dumb i got to be honest with you, Dwayne to Rock Johnson, how stupid can we get? We're going to go from a guy that's got barely two marbles rolling around upstairs, and now we're going to potentially vote for somebody who admittedly doesn't know anything about politics. He's also in bed with our largest competitor slash enemy at the moment, or at least the way I see it, because they're trying to take down everybody and become the new superpower in the world. And he uh, bends the knee for the Democratic Party. Uh, I don't know about all that, but I thought it was dumb. I Do I think he actually stands a chance? <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't think Dwayne The Rock Johnson stands a chance at not even just being president. He'd be lucky to be voted mayor anywhere. I don't see him doing that. That could just be a way of him trying to get in the news a little bit more because what do they say in Hollywood? Whether it's good or bad, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, Maybe he's doing one of those moments. All right, Kamala heels in the air, Harris. She's doing great these days. I mean, if anybody could make Joe Biden look smart, it's Kamala Harris, which is kind of sad to say considering uh, she's younger and she actually is with it. It's just that she's so phony and fake. And uh, here's another person that you can tell she has no idea what she's doing. She somehow, some way makes a guy who is possibly having some type of either dementia or Alzheimer's going on, Slurs his words all the time, can barely keep a straight thought together, and lies consistently. Um, Somehow she makes him look smart. Oh, you know, before I get into Kamala Harris, because I said Joe Biden lies a lot, let me just throw out there one little audio clip that I got that I thought was necessary to play just as far as being a liar, pertaining to him being a liar. Here that is. Educating the future of this country. And it's, I've been impressed. I've been on a lot of university campuses. Matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. And this is really an impressive place. With a lot of impressive students. <laughs> this guy's been everything. Truck driver, professor. He's Hell, he's been in Congress for 50 plus years. He's done everything. What hasn't he done? I can't wait to hear. I mean, does he own an ice cream shop too? I'm just curious. He seems to go there quite a bit. Wow, this guy just, he just can't get by without telling some type of lying story. So going back to it, that's the guy that Kamala Harris somehow makes look good. (laughs) You just got to wonder how good she is. Well, the Berkeley Institute of Governmental Studies recently found in a poll that 35% of Californians approve of the job Biden, I mean, uh, Harris is doing compared to 45% who disapprove and additionally 21% of Californian voters have no opinion about her job performance uh, up from 15% in February as the poll director uh, explained a number of voters are in the reevaluation mode which is not a good sign for vice the vice president it's not as if they've gone to disapproval they've gone to having no opinion That's not as bad, but certainly not good for the vice president in her home state. To to add injury to insult, Harris's numbers are hardly better in California's Bay Area, where she spent most of her public service career. She's only at 38% in the Bay Area. Harris's numbers are so bad in her home state... That Biden is polling at 50% approval rating with Californians. (laughs) She's 15% under him. It shows you what a great VP you got there. Uh, The poll also found that nearly while half of Californian voters ages 65 and up approve of Biden's handling of inflation, I'd like to know who those people are. They must have done a lot of drugs in their past lives because there is no way Unless that generation, and the hippie generation, unless you guys have burnt out your brains, you could think he's doing a good job with inflation as it continues to rise month after month. What is he doing to handle it? Anyways, but it found that only 21% of younger Californians between the ages of 18 and 29 uh, do not think that he's doing a great job on inflation. On top of that, only 26% of Californians in total believe that the country is headed in the right direction. That is probably one of the few sp- uh, things that come out of California that I'm like, wow, okay, well, th- that's a good sign. <laughs> at least they're, you know, at least they're seeing it. You know, 26% think we're heading in the right direction. That means you got 74% that either have no opinion because they don't pay attention or disapprove of the way the co- and the direction the country is going. So that would be a positive sign for California. Uh, the Berkeley Institute of Governmental Studies polled 8,600 plus registered Californian voters online between March 29th and April 5th. The poll's margin of error is about 2%. It's about standard. So, heels in the air is not doing real well, not only across the United States, but even at home with her own people who know her record better than we do for the most part, because they had to live and deal with this lady for however many years she was in service over there. be honest, before the presidential election even occurred i had no idea who kamala harris was since i don't live in california i shouldn't know who kamala harris was she wasn't making a lot of noise and i guess the reason why is look, look at the dismal performance she puts on she doesn't she can't even keep it straight she should literally right now be looking like a rock star compared to joe biden she they should be screaming for the to, to remove Joe Biden and put Kamala Harris in office. And believe me, if the Democratic Party thought that they could get away with that because it would be a positive for the party. Think about it now. A black woman being the first president of the United States, first woman president of the United States. If they thought they could get away with it, they would. But the problem is, nobody likes her. Democrats don't like her. Republicans don't like her. Hell, she couldn't even pull higher than Joe with the black community because they don't like her. So... That just shows you the sweetheart that's the VP of the United States right now. A unlikable woman that has no business being where she's at. All right, circle Circleback. Circleback's getting ready to head out to her new venture in life where she's expected to Uh, Leave her role as press secretary and take on a news anchor role at MSNBC. So I guess what she has done, she got promised by the left, you've been under the gun enough, you've taken enough stupid questions, you've deflected enough for Biden screw-ups, your reward is going to be we're going to put you on another failing news station and we'll pay you a lot of money to do it. Well, Saki was defending when, if you recall, uh, probably a month or two months. It might be two months. Now time goes so fast for me anymore. I, I lose a little track of when these things happen, but Ducey asked Biden a question pertaining to inflation and Biden got caught on a hot mic calling him a dumb SOB. Yeah. And, uh, she, I guess it got brought up again during an interview that she was having on a podcast pod, save America And the host, Dan Pfeiffer, asked Saki whether she believes Ducey is indeed a stupid SOB or if she thinks he's just playing one on TV. Uh, Her response was he works for a network that provides people with questions that nothing personal to any individual, including Peter Ducey, but might, might make anyone sound like a stupid SOB. She later added, however, that Ducey responded to Biden's gaffe with class when discussing it with Fox News anchor Sean Hannity in January. Got it, January. It's actually a lot longer ago now. That I've my blipped over the January part. So, yeah, it's been four months now. Um, Saki went on to say that these news outlets write what questions and what topics that their reporters are allowed to cover. And she got a lot of backlash for that on Twitter, especially last week where a lot of people came out to Ducey's defense saying that Ducey covers whatever topics he wants to cover and writes and asks whatever questions he wants to ask. I know it might be hard some time for people on the left to believe that there are still free thinkers out there that are capable and intelligent enough to talk about topics that they like and write their own questions to topics that they like uh, per, you know, for people that they tend to disagree with to challenge them. Maybe in their world, the world that Jen is about to go into, they have everything spoon-fed to them so they're not allowed to think outside of the box, which would make sense with the very first audio clip that I played for you there with how they control the narrative. So my guess would be, if you're listening to MSNBC, where she's going, CNN, CBS, or any other of the mainstream media outlets that are just mockingbirds for each other and all chime in and say the exact same thing, she probably won't be able to speak speak freely, maybe not ask the questions that she would truly like some answers to because the network is not going to allow her to. It's a shame, but I guess real journalism only lies on one side of the aisle anymore. It would be nice to see on the left. You could still try to prove your point on the left. Go out there and do some real journalism. Don't just follow the narrative. Go dig for the truth. The problem is, is that most of the people that actually do that are recovering Democrats now. <laughs> they end up either going to the center and becoming independent or they pull to the right because they know it is just all such nonsense. So Gensaki, best of luck to you. I can't wait to see who's coming up behind you and how... They're going to behave themselves because Saki, you know, on a good day was combative and irritating to listen to. She always had to circle back. Um, I guess the one that's coming up behind her is probably not going to be a whole lot better. Democratic mega-donor Ed Bucks was sentenced to 30 years in federal prison for his role in the overdose death of two men at his apartment in West, uh, West Hollywood, California. Excuse me, Last year, Buck was found guilty of plying with men with drugs during sexual encounters, which led to the overdose death of two black men. Buck, who is 67 now, so it's very unlikely he's going to see the light of day again lured vulnerable black men, many suffering from homelessness, addiction, and or poverty to his home for sex sessions and to inject them with methamphetamines and drug them with sedatives such as, this is going to be tough, (laughs) uh, gamma-hydroxybutteric acid and, uh, what was that, oh God. (laughs) Yeah, everything, it just has to be so overly complicated for words. CloneZapam or clone Zapam or Clone Zapam, whatever it is. Federal prosecutors wrote in a sentence memorandum, Buck reportedly used social media sites, dating websites, escort services, and referrals from prior victims to find new men. Buck allegedly would even pay the finders' fee for referrals. Seems like a nice guy. Big mega donor for the Democratic Party. I'm sure they just loved him to death. It is amazing. These people are just disgusting. Now, that's not a shot at all Democrats because not all Democrats are like that. I'm sure of it. You're just going to have a select few. You could have a select few weirdos uh, anywhere. But it does always seem like when you're having these types of problems, like an Epstein problem or now this problem, it all kind of does going one direction bill clinton is always being accused of rape there's there's it's just it's weird how it always leans one way so it would start to make you believe that at least on the upper level of the democratic party you're having a lot of really strange people and disgusting people uh, associated with that party i don't think there's much more to say about that than that um, feinstein i guess they're saying now she's uh, getting to the point where she is unfit to serve feinstein Is 88 years old and looks like she's starting to have some cognitive problems. It's always sad when you hear that people are starting to have that. Um, Apparently, they may do something to remove her, but it looks like her mental state is getting worse and worse, and she's not seen as much as she used to be. I guess they're keeping her at home. She is 88. Uh, I am a huge fan of term limits and uh, age out at a certain point. If you're, say, 72 to 75 years old, I think at that point you finish out your term and then you're just not allowed to return. You've made plenty enough money. I'm sure you got a great pension at that point, work for the government. Go home and enjoy the rest of your life. However long it is, go home, play golf, get up and have breakfast every morning, do whatever it is that makes you happy. But I think at that point, your way of thinking – Uh, is long gone anymore. I don't don't think that you are in touch with reality as far as what we – in that middle age range are looking for in society today. I don't think that you could represent us correctly. So it's probably best for you to just retire at that point. Not saying that you're useless or anything like that. So if you're that age and you're getting offended, that's not where I'm going. I just think to serve in that capacity at that age anymore, it's a ta- it should be a grueling and taxing job on your body to make sure that everything is correct. So I think that would be for somebody a little bit younger that has a little bit more pep in their step. Let's put it that way. All right, now I got a funny one for you on the way out. Uh, Alex Stein, somebody that's on Twitter, made a video, and the video's kind of uh, taking a cheap shot at uh, the Florida parental rights bill. He's go- He's giving it to you, let's say, from a woke teacher's perspective. The video itself is pretty funny. He's sitting there with a the mask under his chin, no shirt on, and it looks like he's got electrical tape covering his nipples. It's a little bit out of control Uh, I'd like you to hear it just for a giggle So if you haven't seen it, here that is Hey class, it's me, Mr. Daniels I just want to say we had a great spring break I missed you guys And I want to say this On my gay cruise, I had an experience like none other I mean, the buffet was great My boyfriend and I, we made love the whole time And there's this thing that happened while we were gone It's called the Don't Say Gay Bill And let me tell you something That is based in bigotry. In this classroom, we're allowed to be gay. We're allowed to be free. We're allowed to do whatever we want. Okay? So I just want to encourage you guys, as your teacher and a leader in the classroom, be free. It's cool to be gay. Look at me. I'm gay. It's cool. What can you say? So if you guys have any more questions about my gay cruise, follow my Instagram. It's (laughs) primetimestein. And we can talk about this because in Florida, this would be outlawed. But thank God we live in Texas, the great Lone Star State. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> but, that you know, <laughs> the reason I put it on, it is stupid. It's entertaining to listen to because it's just that ridiculous. But really, that's how these people are acting. That's how ridiculous it is. Like, that's what you want to be able to say to your class. Like, as any, has <laughs> anything to do with education at all. And I don't understand why people feel the need that they would have to say things like that. But that's what all the uproar is about so I guess uh, you know there are some people that feel that that is appropriate for a teacher to behave that way in class I don't personally think so but then again that's why my kids are in school that's why they're homeschooled because I'm not gonna take the chance or the gamble that I'm gonna get one of those crazy and weird people that are gonna say something stupid or reckless like that to my child that I'm gonna have to correct and explain after the fact <laughs> well it's Monday we're starting back up again so I hope you like what you're listening to. If you listen to me on Apple, please rate and review me. It helps uh, with the charting. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Twitter at L J C O N S E R C R N Gab or Parlor. I am at the Real Little Joe. CloudHub, I'm at no, yes. CloudHub, I'm at Little Joe CC Wow, I was just getting confused there. I'm gonna really, this is gonna, this messaging is gonna change shortly. I'm gonna have to shut a couple of these down. It's just too many. I, I don't. It's it's not worth it. Um, Facebook, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. YouTube, Little Joe CC. Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you want to reach out to me, littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section and leave me a message. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Let's get the week rolling. We'll do it again tomorrow.